Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 31st of December 2017, and I'm Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Hello, Terry. Hello there, Darren. How, how are we doing? You know what? We're doing okay. I've had a very, very relaxed Christmas. I was going to say that I think this is this is the first episode we've recorded between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Usually we give like a massive update like in the next episode, but uh, no, New Year's Eve, fuck it, let, let, let's do this shit, right? Well, the thought was is, um, I mean, I, I heard a very strange, a very, a very sober Christmas. Um, last time I had a yeah. drink was uh, Boxing Day. Right, okay. Even though I've got fridges full of beer, um, mm. Christina's just not been in the mood for drinking, so it's just like, well, I'm not going to be Billy Nomates and drink on my own, so... No, that's fair enough. But it's been quite nice, you know, waking up without a hangover and being able to do stuff. Uh, lots of <laughs> um, um, so yeah, it's been it's been quite nice. Um, so yeah. I, I assume we're going to have some beers today. However, uh, we started off with, oh, right, yeah, we'll, we'll go to Nottingham, we'll go to Nottingham. And then it was like, oh, well, we'll, we'll maybe we don't go to Nottingham, maybe we'll go down to the village and uh, have some beers down there. Mm. And and then the last one was, well, maybe we could go down for one and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to devolve to, let's just stay and probably get a takeaway and just watch it on TV. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening. Well, well, you played Zelda. Yeah, which, to be fair, isn't a bad thing, so... <laughs> I mean, the thing, I mean, I've had like 50 different invites to like 50 different events and parties and I haven't at all. So my plan is just to have a quiet night in as is, as is want to do with a New Year's Eve. Uh, I probably won't even see midnight. So meh. Yeah. 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 I can see that happening to us too. I'll probably just watch veg out and watch some TV or films or play games. You know, the norm. Yeah. Yeah. Standard the, the, the no. <laughs> but uh, no, how 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 was your Christmas? It was you say it was chilled out. So historically, uh, Christina and I we have uh, Christmas Day to ourselves. Sit mm. there. Uh, I mean, we we had a thing a couple of years back where we'd uh, hit a sambuca at like seven o'clock in the morning and uh, just kind of take it from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of changed this year, so we we had um, uh, we had Christina step that down. So we actually had company on Christmas Day, which is oh, uh, it was okay. a bit weird. Uh, it took me a little bit out of my comfort zone because I'm just like, I've got to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just walk around the house freely like a man should be able to do. Yeah. So th- it was nice. It was nice. We, we had company, mm. we had a meal, we had we had beers and stuff. And uh, obviously everybody fell asleep uh, in the front room because that's what you do on Christmas Day. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so yeah, that was chilled, and then uh, then as from uh, Boxing Day onwards, uh, well, I mean, we'll discuss this in depth later on. But it's just been pretty much me living in Zelda. That sounds ruder than it should do. Yep. yep. But still, yeah, still, yeah. Yes, that sounds that sounds good, Darren. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, so yeah, I think main thing um, that's really helped with that is I, I got the uh, Nintendo Switch Pro controller. Uh, oh Christmas. yeah, presents. Presents come with Christmas, don't they? They do, yeah. So I, I got that, mm. and that is a really, really nice controller. So I went for the proper one. Um, so you, you can get um, like cheaper ones uh, for about twenty-five quid, yeah, which look and feel the same. But the official Nintendo one has got rumble. Um, it's got the tilt control built in, and mm. it's also got the amiibo spot. Oh, okay. But a lovely little controller. It's it's kind of somewhere between the 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 PS4 and the Xbox One controller. Those are some sexy controls. Yeah, so the, the, they've really taken note when they've done this, and it is a mm-hmm. really nice controller. Right, okay. And and pretty game-changing. 
I, I've, I've, I, well, we'll discuss it in, in a bit when we get to what we've played, but uh, I have finally docked the Switch. Mm. So I am playing with the slidey thingy in the controllery thingy. Yeah. That feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think it feels too close. If it was maybe like spread out a bit more, it'd feel a bit more comfortable, but. It's it feels it's serving its purpose. Yeah. It's allowing me to control it in a controller type way. Yeah. Um, but it could be a hell of a lot comfier. Um yeah, and, that, and that's one thing the Pro Controller does. It, it rearranges the buttons slightly and mm. uh, and kind of smooths more out. Because I think what they had to do with that is they had to find a way of slotting it in and also be usable, uh, where this is just yeah. like, no, 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 we're a controller. We're gonna move all the buttons, we're gonna do stuff, it's gonna be nice. We're gonna make this like a proper ass controller. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds good. But yeah, yeah, Miss. Did you get anything shiny yourself? Um, I, I count how well. Guess how many Stranger Things related things I got. Uh, pretty much uh, all. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> You're an easy buy, Terry. <laughs> so well, I'm easy in a lot of ways, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd uh, I'd got Stranger Things uh, Monopoly, Stranger Things hoodie, Stranger Things hat, loads of chocolates, Skyrim. Oh, did I mention Skyrim? I've um, also got Skyrim as well. Uh, it it wasn't this kind of more of a low key one. It's just like you know, it's just like oh, I've got you a few gifts. And I'm like, I don't give a shit at this point. I'm 31. It's mm. cool. I, I don't need fucking. No one needs like mountains of of, of shit. Um, ended up. I actually bought myself a couple of things. Okay. Uh, well, I got the uh, Stranger Things uh, loot crate from a few months ago so this oh, was okay. kind of a, like a way early christmas present uh but then i went on to loot vault which is kind of another subsidiary thing of of loot crate and it's kind of like stuff that should be in their loot crate or were in their loot crates they just kind of put them up as single items okay so i bought myself a robocop t-shirt Ooh. and i bought myself a vault boy uh bobblehead nice so now i now have a fallout bobblehead i'm so happy it's only a, it's only a small scale one, but yeah, it's sure. quite nice. But uh, but no, it, Christmas this year has been weird. It, it's been one of those because I used to work in retail. I was kind of surrounded by it all. Yeah, yeah. This feels like every like with work and how hectic it's been, and kind of learning a new job, and you know only being there six months, and not being surrounded by anything Christmassy. Yeah, it's just it just seemingly came and went out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like the day's done is like oh was that it. <laughs> you know, just yeah. like thinking, oh, Christmas was only Monday. <laughs> We've been working up towards it since September. <laughs> exactly. Like Christmas was only Monday. Yeah. And it feels like it was weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it, just a bit of a random one. Maybe that comes with age. I'm not quite sure. No, I, I think the further detached you are from retail, because um, I, I used to work in retail and I used to, mm-hmm. uh, I used to see Christmas as a bit exciting because you used to get a lot of custom. Uh, so you used to get a lot yeah. of commission and stuff like that. The further I move away from it, the less I'm interested in it. Yeah, it's it's been a bit of a random one. It's like I say, it, it's just going to take some adjustment. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah, it was like other than wearing like a Christmas jumper uh, on like Christmas jumper day, that sort of thing. It was like you know they were talking like, oh, we'll get some like a few decorations in the office, that sort of thing, and it just never happened. It just like it felt so weird and cold and. Meh. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I mean, I enjoy Christmas every single year because I, I get to spend time with, with family for a bit mm. and then realize, oh, nah, same time next year then. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saw your parents on Christmas Eve. Mm, yeah, he will have done. That was interesting. Yep. When your dad and 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 our, our uncle get together and drink, they drink. Yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. Yep. Quite a bit. But yeah, it's always, <laughs> always an interesting time. But uh, no, it's, it's it's good to spend time with uh, with family. Uh, for a bit and then just think you know what this is why we only do it once a year (laughs) (laughs) and then just crack on but no it it was fine i i enjoy i always enjoy christmas but uh yeah yeah. christmas it's a thing it's a thing that happens darren Mm. we're gonna skip over face palm because i don't think any we we've been so chilled out and over Christmas. I've just not interacted with anyone or anything, so it's been fantastic. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Nothing think you've is won me. Christmas. <laughs> so we're going to forego facepalm, mm. and we're going to move on to what we've played. Let's. Checkpoint. Darren? Yes? Have you been playing anything? So I have. So I got a couple oh, okay. of games through from Rental. Um, uh, one that I was intrigued with, um, one I was like, hmm, I wonder what that's like. So the first one was uh, ARMS for the Switch. Yeah, okay, sure. I thought, you know what, over Christmas, uh, two-player, uh, literally I'll have two controllers, so that would be pretty mm. cool. You know what, it's all right. Yeah? Yeah, so it's it's essentially a boxing game, but it's a Nintendo boxing game. Sure, okay. So you've essentially got springs on your arms, and depending on the character that you've got, you can um, attach a different uh, glove, should we say? So like one of them will be like a boomerang, one of them will do like a fast punch, and and essentially you do that. You, you just kind of fight each other um, yeah. to the death. You go through multiple rounds. Uh, Christina and I played it in co-op and actually got through the story, if you can call it that. It was essentially 10 rounds. Oh, there's a story to it? Okay. Well, kind of. In the same way that there's a story in... Um, well, no, actually, like the Mortal Kombat Street Fighter games used to have a story. Uh, they used to... No, well, it used to be kind of like, here's a few rounds of a of a thing, yeah. and then you get like a story thing at the end, which is like, and so-and-so doth go forth and stuff, and it's just like, oh, okay, that was a story. Yeah, so imagine that without the ending. Um, and that's, yes. that's what it was kind of like. Um, you know what? It was all right. It was all right. Yeah. And I've kind of kept it to one side. I thought, well, I'd maybe play some of that tonight as well. Yeah. Um, that with drinks and, and plenty of alcohol running through your system should be interesting. Yeah. And then and then once that's done, it'll go back. Because I, I think it's going to be one of those seasonal things or when you've got friends around. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's something I could sit there and play on my own. No, I, I did see that they've got a new fighter coming or has come in a patch. Mm-hmm. So maybe it might have a new fighter to play with. But to be fair, they all felt very similar anyway. So, ah, right. Um, unless it does something extreme. I don't think you can really go notice. Maybe it's that or I, I just didn't play enough of it to, to notice the nuances between the fighters. Yeah, sure. So hmm. now the next one, I saw the cover of this. I saw the name. I got confused and assumed it was something else. Okay. So, Remember, remember in the good old days, there was Road Rash. Oh, yeah. I, I used to really enjoy Road Rash. Yes, yeah, so I enjoyed Road Rash as well. So I um, so I heard there was rumors coming out that there was another Road Rash, or at least a spiritual successor. And I assume this was it, based on the cover and based on the name. I got Road Rage. Okay, that sounds yep. pretty much the same. And also, if you look at the cover, it's two guys on a bike hitting each other with a chain. 
So it is... It's not new. Somebody's cashed in on it, and uh, they've created a weird kind of open-world game in the Unreal 4 engine. So this feels like a pre-alpha. Essentially, you do like the Need for Speed kind of thing. You drive around to spots to then unlock races, and then the race is essentially an A to B race, and you hit people with things... And it is just the most dull thing in the world. Wow. I, I, I handled about, yeah, it was about half an hour max. Um, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? That sounds terrible. It, it was absolutely, I mean, the, <laughs> it wasn't optimized. The the graphics were popping in. and I mean, I know with the Unreal Engine, it, it kind of takes a little bit of time to render, uh, but maybe about a second or two. This was about five seconds before it properly drawn all the skin. And by that time, you were already in the race, and it was just like, oh, and the, and the controls are ganky. And um, I, I, I'd highly re- recommend avoiding it. It was, right. it was terrible. The, this is not a rousing endorsement by any stretch. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Because like you say, I mean, I understand why you'd think that because if you see, oh, there's two guys on a bike hitting each other with things. So I think that's how the Road Rage cover looked, which was someone with a chain. Yeah, yeah. So they pretty much mirrored that. It's almost like if GameSoft got onto it, like, ah, it's Road Rage. It's not actually the same, (laughs) but it's very similar. (laughs) It's Road Aggression. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But it's, that's, yeah. So that is a bummer. I would suggest avoiding that it, it was bad and to be fair i was glad that i got it out on rental because it was just like if i'd have paid money for this yeah i'd have been rather upset yeah you say you've sent it back or mm, mm-hmm. okay what's the uh what's the next one on the list you know so for a good segue but for the reason of this next game i've now put my rental on hold i mean i set you up purposely for that segue darren <laughs> knowing this uh, yeah um no so basically my um my next payment's due on the 9th i think so just as long as i get arms back on time um i've put my uh, account back onto a holiday because i'm rather busy busy with another game terry okay tell me about this game darren now we briefly mentioned it on the last episode I had to crack the seal hmm. on it zelda terry i've been playing zelda on the switch and as of last night i clocked over 40 hours Fucking hell. <laughs> I really like this game. <laughs> I almost choked then. <laughs> wow. So, you know, if you look on the Switch profile and you look, it says, oh, you've done 40 hours or more. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, in a two weeks in a two week span, and I bet you've only really been playing it in the past week, haven't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I played a little bit of it after we last recorded but not really much during the week uh, but I, I really kind of um got my groove on boxing day mm. so the last week i've yeah 40 hours plus it's pretty much full-time job has been <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty <Zelda>. much <laughs> um but what an amazing game yeah i haven't touched the main story i've uh, i i did enough to get through the tutorial shall we say um mm. and then just went exploring and um I, as it stands at the moment, I've been walking around, I've been doing all the towers. Some of them are fairly hard to get to. Um, and um, I, I can, I'm already feeling I'm underpowered for some of these things. Sure, yeah. But you know what? I'm gritting my teeth and getting through it. Mm. And I think I've got, I think I've got about four areas to unlock. Um, but that map wow, is massive, okay. Terry. It's fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, you're playing it as well, aren't you? Spoilers! <laughs> I'm playing it as well. Um, 
so you was texting me frantically mm. uh, about Zelda, any little update, and which I wanted. I wanted that Zelda love. Yeah. Uh, and then on Christmas Eve, you was just like, you should probably get this game. You should probably get this. It's, it's a really good game. And I'm like, okay. Uh, well, I'll wait till till after Christmas. We'll see how you know. Mm. Uh, I'll see if I get it for Christmas. If not, I'll you know I'll. And then I just ended up buying it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like uh, was it? It's like oh Terry, can you take me up to Asda? I need it. <laughs> I was going I'm in anyway. the go, eh, 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 Are we going or what? Come on, go. <laughs> uh, luckily, had one left, uh, so I probably ruined someone's Christmas. But f- fuck them, right? Yeah. I've probably put about 15 hours into it so far. Mm. Maybe a bit more. Okay. And uh, this is the reason I've docked the Switch finally. Man, that game is pretty. Oh, it really is. Like the the they do that establishing shot of the of the cliffside and like looking over the like the vista and and everything and it's just like you know what you're doing. You know you know this game looks good. Yeah, yeah. It may only be it's not 1080p Darren. It's not 1080p. I don't so it loses it loses points there. It's not fucking HDR. Shit, <laughs> worst console there. <laughs> fucking hell. can't even do 1080p. This game shit. Like, what the fuck? Um, maybe that should have been in face palm. I don't know, but um, yeah, that that game is. It looks visually stunning. I really like the cell shaded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, aesthetic really it's well. got going. Yeah. Um, but it just looks so vibrant. Even at nighttime, it, it yeah. just really pops. Um, like I say, I'm about 15 hours in, so I've done well, you know, what you consider the tutorial bit. Yeah, It's like, right, here's the meat of the story. Right, okay. And then I'm like, right, I'm just going to go and get that direction because I see shrines and I see towers. So I'm going to go climb a tower. Yeah. Uh, and then had some fish person just like oh just go up there do stuff mm. and i'm like okay sure uh so i've left it where i've done that stuff okay and then i've got to go up a cliff and gather things and i've encountered an enemy okay. and i'm stuck on the enemy at the moment so yeah so i mean i think we can very easily be spoiler free because i, I barely touched the story yeah um so like yourself i went and, and visited the fish people I, I got mm-hmm. a very useful um, outfit that allowed me to swim up waterfalls. Yeah, you did. I was like, that's really good. So I, I then got to a So basically what I did, so you know when you leave said place, and you, mm. did you then swim up two waterfalls? Yeah. And then you end up on the top. And I was yep. up there and I was like, hmm, I can see a lot more towers and trains. I'm, I'm going yep. in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd explore a bit more yeah. and go right to the top. Ooh, Okay. I think it's something I, I'll have to come back to later. Right, okay. Because, uh, like you were saying earlier, like some areas I feel like I'm really underpowered for. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to tackle the, the kind of quest that they gave you. Ah, uh, okay. But I think I am underpowered, so I need to basically just get gather a shitload more, um, you know, like better weapon, better armor, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's just been that... Uh, for me, I've found the charm in just the exploration yeah, of the yeah. world that they've built. I like you kept on texting me about like different ways that you can approach different things. Yeah, and, you know, it, it as we talked about with uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Yes, 
it's that rewarding of, I wonder if I could do that. Oh, yes, I can. I can do that. So if I can do that, I wonder if I can do this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. It's like you telling me, like, uh, if you, you know, if you use a, a shock arrow or something like that and you shock water and you get all the fish. Yeah. I like that's really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I need some fish for this recipe I'm making. I was going to throw a bomb in there and it just killed all the fish. And I'm just like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just commit massive murder with a bomb. But yeah, it was, it's just that I could do that. Yeah. Like you said, that there was a, an area that I had to go uh, to a shrine and uh, there's an old man and he's busy chopping trees down. And I'm like, oh, what if that And then chopped a tree down and it, it created a, a, a walkway uh, between like these two th- you know, like these two bits that I couldn't have reached. Yeah. I couldn't have jumped over anything like that. Um, but it, like I say, it's, it's that, oh, you see, you you know, you can put a, a marker down, like, oh, just go over there, see what you can find. And then from there, it's like, oh, I wonder what I can find around here. And yeah, yeah. There's always something to find, or there's always a fight to have, or there's, you know, like, you know, there's always something to do in yeah, that game. Yeah. It, it never feels like you're just wandering aimlessly. Like I say, even if you don't encounter enemies frequently, there's always something going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that game is just awesome. It is, yeah. I mean, some of the some of the tips that have been popping up recently, and uh, and I've been, I can do what now? And it's like, ah, so if you're on a hill uh, and you've got your shield out, you can jump on it and skate down the side of the hill. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. What was the one tool tip you sent me about? Oh, about a uh, dog. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but I've just got a horse. Yeah, yeah. And now I can get dogs. I know. Uh, j- just silly things like that. I mean, it was just you know, like some of the stuff you texted me, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> some of the stuff I'm texting you. I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, like you might be able to purchase real estate and and okay. that sort of stuff which you didn't know about because no, no. you'd not i guess you'd not met the guy or something like that um so i i think so i've met the guy now um mm-hmm. and i think what happened was i i kind of wanted to get through the tutorial she would say so you go to the sure, first yeah. village and it tells you to go to the second village and i went to the second village and i noticed that there were some slots and i was thought all right well maybe i need to do stuff here just so i can you know start the game mm-hmm. so i kind of run through that second village and didn't go around speaking to everybody sure yeah uh, but when i then thought all oh, right well i'm back to this village now and it, it's getting dark so i'll just go around and chat to people and then i spoke to him i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it was a it's a testament to that game because and I, I know that you well obviously you're 40 hours into it now mm. but i've i encountered stuff in my brief playthrough that you'd not encountered yeah or that you know what i mean and we, we're both going on separate journeys yeah this has the this has the kind of same fallout feel yes yeah uh in the sense that no we're playing the same game but our journey's completely different yeah, the yeah. encounters are completely different you know um and you know you can you, you think about what zelda used to be yeah they're very straightforward heavily story driven uh and this is just like just go play just just go play around just go find just like it's like you're finding yourself again yeah yeah uh and and then just making your own journey uh and it makes it so much more personal yeah yeah i mean mean, i've done stuff i mean so i had um i had a thing yesterday so you know how there's like little things of if you've got metal armor or metal anything um Mm. equipped and you see the lightning storm coming in 
and everything yeah. starts sparking like shit forgot about that <laughs> so he's like right switch everything to wood we're all right all, all the guardian stuff so i did all that and then i w- i was exploring and i was uh, i was a bit far from where i should have been and i could tell by the level of stuff it's like mm. those those guardians everywhere you know the big um uh, turrety type things yeah, yeah. Uh, which i can now take down actually um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. But I, I won't spoil how. But um, no, it's fine. You do get to a point where you you get something that allows you to take them down fairly. Easily. Oh god, damn this game! <laughs> but anyway, so I was at this place and uh, uh, and I bumped into this woman at the shop. She went, "Oh, are you going? Are you going to place X?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going there." She went, "Oh, what? You don't have anything heat resistant?" I'm like, um, no. She went, well, you're going to need these. Uh, buy them off me. So I'm like, right, buy them off. So I, I then bought them off her <laughs> and I, I'm running up this, uh, this, should we say this hot place? Hmm. And it says, and then everything's like roasting hot. And I'm like, ah, well, it's all right. I've got this elixir down me. We're all good. But because I had uh, all the wooden stuff equipped, uh, because I'd just been through a lightning storm, everything oh, started no. catching fire. And I was like, shit. <laughs> I'm like, how cool is that? It's the, it, like, um, I think I said to you the other day, just the fact that even the weather can just drastically change mm. things. You know, like the whole, I mean, you you told me about it in advance, but um, when you get to the fishy area yeah. and just like, oh, you can't climb up the hills because it's too slippy. Yeah. And just the fact that, it, you know, like you said before, it's like, oh, you can climb anything. Yeah. But in a rainstorm, you can climb it, but you have a fucking job on. Yeah, yeah. And just the way that it can it can just drastically change, yeah. Like battles and stuff like that. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking set fire to these people. I'm gonna oh, like this bunch of those fucking goblin things. And I've done it before where it's been tactile. Oh, there's like a little red barrel. If I shoot a flame arrow, yes, it up. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do that when it's raining. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it's just like you bastard. Yeah. You know, just I I text you and it blew my mind. It was. It was the first night in the game. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, oh, no, not that. I'll get to that in a second. But it was just like, I just go into this camp and she's like, they're all asleep. Yes. They've they've all put the weapons to one side and they've gone to sleep. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so you steal all the weapons and stealth kill them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, stealth motherfucker just sneak up to them and, and stealth kill them and stuff like that. And it's just like, I wasn't expecting that. There's a like the similar mechanic as well that if it's at night and it's raining, they can't hear you tiptoeing up. No. It's just crazy stuff like that. And it's just like, even the fact that it's got a sound meter. Yes. That's how much, I mean, obviously you don't stealth as much because you can, you can beat them fairly easily. But yeah. Oh, mind you, I say that I've had some challenging times with some of those, uh, uh, some of them encounters. But uh, the Blood Moon, yes, that shit me up the first time. Yeah, it- uh, I was I was stood on a mountain uh, and just like thought, what the fuck, and just saw like this red fucking moon come up. I'd spoke to someone previously yeah. about the Blood Moon and thought nothing of it, uh, and then all of a sudden it just went into automatically just went into a cutscene. Yeah. It's like, it's just like bringing the dead back to life and that sort of stuff. And the stronger apparently and, and that sort of thing. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> so the first time I encountered that, I was down on, um, I was down on a beach and I was, uh, I was taking out this base mm. and I'd, I'd cleared out, um, five of the eight and I'd gone through and it'd been fairly big fight because I was low level weapons, low level everything. 
and I'd be yeah. rolling bombs down hills and detonate them and all the rest of it. And I'd, I'd take them all out. I was like, right, well, there's only three left. And then the blood moon came in. I'm like, and they all resurrect. I'm like, ah, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I said, just the fact that it, it, it changes it up, you, you know, just, just like every encounter is different. Yeah. You know, it, uh, even you noticed with like, if you die, like with different, in different ways, the color of the game over screen changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I encountered that because I got killed by one of those shock wizardy thingies. And it turned yellow. Yeah. It turned yellow, and I'm like, that's a neat little touch. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just something silly like that, but them shrines, Darren. So the shrines, shrines. for me are um, very reminiscent of Portal. Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah. So I basically, you, you walk into a room, you've got certain uh, mechanics, and it's just like, right, so uh, you can get from A to B. However, there's there's at least one chest in here. Um, mm. And it's like, you've got to work out how to do that just by using the mechanics that you've got. And I was like, oh, man, this is cool. <laughs> and I have done some very, very interesting shrines. So apparently there's one shrine. Um, we, could, we could probably not talk specifics, but we could talk about some shrines. Okay. So- uh, I was going to say that the one I'd heard about was basically you're guiding a ball through like a maze like using the tilt controls um yes i've had i've had a few of those i've done that apparently that's that there's some of the real fucking bitch so the, there is one there is only one that i sorry so there's there's one that i've i've not done because it was um uh, i think it was a major test of combat or something and i was just like ah, okay <laughs> i was like no way am i doing that um <laughs> So I've managed to do the modest test of, I can't remember what it is, modest test of combat or strength or something, something, um, mm. where you fight something. <laughs> the only other one I haven't been able to do, and this requires the use of the stasis. Okay. So there's a, a particular one. So you, you go in and um, so you know uh, you know if you uh, put something in stasis, then hit it with something, it will then mm-hmm. head in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So there was one where uh, to, to open the main gate, um, you need to um, hit a ball in a direction and work mm-hmm. out how many times you hit it, uh, uh, how hard, and then it'll hopefully jump over this big pond and o- almost like a bit of uh, crazy golf. Okay, sure. Uh, which is pretty cool. So I did the first one. And then it's like, all right, well, you can either stop here or you can go and do the other chest. And I'm like, all right, let's go and have a look at the other chest. There are obstacles in the way as well, Terry. There are obstacles oh, no. in the way. <laughs> I went through every weapon I had in my inventory, and then I was just like, so I'm not doing this then. <laughs> and the thing is, because you've got different powered um, weapons, mm. just because five hits worked with like the hammer, if you then switch to a sword, uh, it may take seven hits. Yeah. And I was just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I had one that also used stasis. Yeah. And you had to... Basically, there they were balls dropping. Ah, uh, yes, I know which one. Down a little rampy thing. Yeah. But there were like obstacles kind of guiding the balls. Uh, with water around, yep. That was the one, yeah. yep. Uh, that took and me it's a like, couple of attempts. <laughs> it took me a few because uh, I'm like, right, okay, I can get the ball off of the, 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 the stand it's on. Yeah. But how the fuck do I guide it down? And then like it came to me, it's like, ah, stasis, right, okay, so if I do this and then hit over there and do stuff, uh, you know, and – like I said to you before, it it's that it makes you feel so smart when you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's like you just presented with a challenge, like, right, what the fuck do I do? But when it clicks, yeah, it's like, ha I've done it. Yeah. Um, but that that game is is something else. It's it's something special, it really. Is I I I'm I'm sat here and I can see my switch out the corner of my eye, and I cannot wait to get back on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That yeah. That that game is is something special, and it, it's something that. I can also take on the go with me, Darren. Yeah. It's still mind-blowing that, you know, the, the Switch offers that. Yeah. Um, I will be playing games on the dock a hell of a lot more now. Um, I didn't think there'd be much, naive as I am, I didn't think there'd be much difference in it, but it makes a hell of a difference. It does, yeah. I mean, I, I mean I've mean, i played this both in handheld mode and also on the screen, and obviously it looks better on the screen, but I just think there are occasions where you're looking through the binoculars or, or the telescope or whatever you're looking through, and mm-hmm. uh, I found it's a little bit easier on the screen to give it, ah, oh, right, is that where I'm going? Okay, I'll just put a marker down there. Yeah. Or I had a, a quest where I was, uh, I, I was picking up crickets, and I was like, so they're fairly easy to see jumping around in the grass when you're on the large screen, but on the small screen, it's just like, is that one over there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just taking pictures of everything as well for the compendium. Yes. Do you know what I've been doing? I want to get the perfect shot for the compendium. Yeah. I've taken three or four reshots of everything. I've done it where it's like, uh, right, okay, I'll take a picture of this mushroom, right? I want to get its good angle. What's its what's its best angle? <laughs> Maybe I'll come back during the day. <laughs> I've done that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's yeah, just so like, that. right, okay, so I've picked him up. It's like, oh, it's daytime now. It's like, all right, okay. Oh, it's a perfect shot. Right, okay, I, I get it. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like, God damn it, this game. Um, the I took a picture of Patch, my horse, mm. Uh, and I'm just like, that's a, that's a decent picture. And then it's just like, it was posing for me. That, like It was kind of like, I would take it to certain areas and it was nice and daytime and it's just like, it's looking over at me. Right. And just cool. like, perfect picture, right? Okay, Patch, let's get you, let's get your good side, lad. And, you know, taking this perfect picture of, of my horse. And um, I don't know if there's ways to, mind you, I suppose you could load the picture up and then just screenshot it to take, you know, to keep the, the pictures of it. But um hmm. Some yeah, there's some really good shots. I mean, I've I've been taking some just random screenshots of the game. Yeah, because um, that game is is like I say, is, is something else. Um, but yeah, I, I you said it the other day about Nintendo and and kind of you know how how we maybe should have been on the Nintendo bandwagon a bit sooner. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm glad I'm here now. Yeah, I'd be interested to know if, I mean, because obviously we're, we're picking up the Nintendo games on the Switch, and this is really, I mean, although I had a Wii, I, I didn't really play any of those games in anger because I had an Xbox at the same time, so. Mm. Um, I'm, I'd be very interested to know if this is what the games have been like from day one, should we say? Um, sure, yeah. Not not such that they're that in-depth and there's so much going on, just that Nintendo feel, because, I mean, obviously we've both seen the credits roll on Odyssey, Mm. And I no doubt we'll both see the credits roll on this. And it, there's just something about that Nintendo feel. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I've I had the N64 and, and the GameCube. Yeah. And I, I think I've had every uh, Nintendo handheld going. Yeah. But as silly as it sounds, I'd never attempted to play a Zelda game. Hmm. I, d- I don't know why. It just never really appealed to me. But, I mean, they've got um, Ocarina of Time. Okay. And Majora's Mask on the 3DS. Okay. 
and I think at least Ocarina of Time is in their classics collection. Sure. So okay. I think you're looking at about 15, 20 quid tops. Okay. So if you wanted to delve into a bit more Zelda, but then again, you never know. Maybe they'll do backwards compatibility on the Switch eventually, and then they'll be able to play all these games on the Switch instead. Mm. Oh, it's a hard knock life. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, like I say, I mean, this is the second Zelda game I'm going to play through to finish in. Yeah. Uh, I've finished uh, Link Between Worlds on 3DS. Okay. Uh, which was supposed to be just a straight up link to the past kind of remake sort of thing. The map's the same and everything, but yeah. I really enjoyed that game. That That's definitely one you should pick up. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm definitely interested to try more Zelda now. Yeah, it's, it's obviously nowhere near, you know, like Breath of the Wild, but it has, it does have that Nintendo feel to it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think this is breath of the wild i i didn't expect i'd play and enjoy because i'm not very big in like fantasy stuff sure yeah but this just kind of goes beyond that it, it's not fantasy if you know what i don't know i i don't know this this game is it's just an awesome game it really is yeah it's just an and as awesome you can tell because we spoke about it for 20 minutes <laughs> i mean we're doing it justice right we've got not much else to talk about <laughs> that is very true uh, also, I played PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. It's fine. Uh, they <laughs> pushed a, they pushed a patch, and I got very frustrated with it. So, oh, well, not frustrated. Do you know how I was talking about the whole it's pre-alpha? People are meh, 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 meh. Mm. I was getting killed for very silly things. And I'm going to blame the game for that rather than myself. So, obviously, um, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's how, how you do it. Works. That's how the internet works. Um, no, that that's fine. I've I've been playing it. I've um I got fourth. Uh, and got killed for a very silly reason. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last episode, but uh, I will get there eventually. That chicken dinner will be mine. Cool. But for now, it's been put to one side so that I can make meals in Zelda. Oh, man, the cooking. By, the cooking. by, <laughs> by just getting random things and throwing it into a pot and hoping I can make a new so, dish. And... So we'll, 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 put a, <laughs> we'll put a stop on Zelda top, but just one, this one last thing. I cooked uh-huh. some random stuff. And mm. I got a, a meal that gave me plus 15 hearts. What? I know. And I was like, what did that cook again? It was something to do with one of the bass. Oh, no, Darren, no. And it was something to do with one of the bass fishes. Um, oh, man. But yeah, it, it gave me plus 15 temporary hearts. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the fapping began. Yeah. So I, I, I used it, unfortunately. Um, but I yeah, I need to make more of that. Shit. Man, that game is so good. Anyway, hmm. that is what we've been playing. We're going to have to get off this topic, otherwise we're going to talk about it forever. Let's move on to what we've watched. Darren, mm. have you been watching anything? All this Zelda? Um, well, majority of my time has been Zelda, um, hmm. which has been good. Uh watched a few things over, uh, over the period so uh watch the new doctor who uh christmas day uh it was a bit mm. bit of a bit of a thing that you do on christmas day yeah it was all right there was multiple doctors in it and stuff happened and now we've had the new doctor um fair enough and uh yeah more doctor who next year i guess you're not outraged that she's a woman and that she's got a yorkshire accent i honestly don't give a shit um <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i i'm actually glad capaldi's gone um i, I think i mentioned before I, i've never been really a fan of his doctor sure yeah um 
I know he's kind of gone to a more old school type of doctor, but uh, I, 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 no, uh, I, I actually quite like Matt Smith, even though I initially hated him. Uh, I thought he was mm. a pretty cool doctor. And, and to be fair, all the ones before him, so Eccleston, um, shit, I've forgotten all the names now. But David anyway, Tennant. Uh, yeah, Tennant, that's the guy. And I've, I've kind of enjoyed those. I never really got on with Capaldi. And uh, I, I, I'm interested to see something new. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Let's see, I binge-watched um, season two of Travellers. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so that appeared on Netflix um, last week. Um, mm-hmm. And we went, oh, okay, let's watch that. And boom, we went through it all. I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it kind of left season one on a cliffhanger. And this kind of fixed that cliffhanger and then just expanded the story more. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was uh, there was a few standout episodes in it. There was... Um, there's almost like a Groundhog Day episode, which was a mm. bit weird. Um, but right. it was so bit, uh, without being spoilery, there was an episode where they sent back a traveler to do something and that traveler messed up. So the, they just kept going back a few seconds before, a few seconds before, a few seconds before, <laughs> kept uh, retrying okay. it. But that, that was a pretty cool episode. Hmm. Uh, season four of The Librarians has returned. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real guilty pleasure, mate. It's really silly. I think there's been two films, and we're, we're now on season four. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of. Did you ever get into like Eureka and Warehouse Thirteen? No, you recommended I should watch Eureka, which is on Amazon. It is, yeah. Yeah. So this is. Long story short, there there is a library which has got artifacts in it, and. Each week, it's kind of go and find the artifact that is causing a problem and go and resolve said problem. Uh, so it's cool. so it's kind of like villain of the week, but instead it's yeah, 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 and it's cool. You know what? Uh, it's only three or four episodes in now into this season, and I enjoy it. It's light hard. It's easy watching. It's something you can watch in the background. Okay, sure, uh, but it's quite enjoyable. Um, let's see. When we've been running out of stuff, uh, we've been carrying on with X Files. Man, some of those episodes are slow. <laughs> and they just filmed a new series of it as well. I know, but but I I totally forgotten that there's there's like twenty four episodes per season, and uh, some of these episodes are really slow. So there's like two hundred and forty episodes we we need to get through in total. Right, and it's like that. That's a lot in this day and age. <laughs> it, that is a big ask. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but we're about halfway through season three still. And yeah, the, the one we watched last night was all about um, a guy that was doing out-of-body experiences and killing people. And it was just like, the drama. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. This is going to be like the Uncharted thing all over again. And you're going to be so burnt out by X-Files, you're not going to want to watch the new series. Yeah, maybe. But it's all right. I mean, we're only watching a couple of episodes at a time. It's not like we're proper binge watching. <laughs> ah, that's not too bad then. Um, let's see, um, Black Mirror season four. Yeah, that came out. Yeah. So again, we binge watched all six episodes of that. Um, what an amazing series. Um, I don't think there was a bad episode. Everyone was distinctly different. Um, yeah, everyone had a very different feel to it. Uh, they even had very different lengths. Some of them were like 40 minutes, some were like an hour and 10, hour and 20. Yeah. But yeah, some very, very good episodes there. I yeah I re- I really enjoyed it I I watched them all because uh, it only came out Friday didn't it I did yeah uh, yeah because I had the whole to play Zelda I'll watch Black Mirror fuck it I'll do both uh, so I binged all six episodes of it right okay. uh, at the same time it's really good really good stuff yeah in there. yeah uh, 
the the first episode. Uh, These the, as uh, should we say Star Trek inspired? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like Darren's just going to be all over this. It, it was very. He's going to fucking love this. It, it was very clever as well. Two surprising cameos in there that I didn't recognize. Go on. I didn't realize until the internet uh, pointed it out to me. Go. On. So the voice at the end, scene, or near the end, without talking spoilers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesse Pinkman uh, in Breaking Bad. Oh shit. Okay. It, it wasn't even a cameo. <laughs> it wasn't even a cameo. It was just like a very brief thing. And uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst is in there. Uh, and she's just a person that just walks past in an office. Really? She didn't even have a speaking role. Yeah. So Someone had taken a screenshot and said, is that Kirsten Dunst? And yeah, sure as shit, it's Kirsten Dunst. Shit. It's like, huh. <laughs> some, some, you know, a, a big actress, actor, actress, um, and she didn't even have a speaking role. It's just literally, I'm just going to walk past the camera and that's it. Wow. But yeah, the, the, that show is some of the Easter eggs that they've got in there as well. I kind of looked at some, uh, on the YouTube, kind of look at some videos of like the Easter eggs that they've got mm-hmm. in there. One of the episodes in particular has a lot of them. Uh, the, so the last episode, Black Museum. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I, I didn't want to get too specific with it, but they have a lot of um, Easter eggs and, and callbacks. Yeah. Um, that show overall, I just really, really like the kind of somewhat futuristic stuff. Yeah, so it, it's modern day with future tech-ish. Yeah, uh, and the, there seems to be like a, a connected, well, obviously there is a form of connected universe to it, mm. but it's interesting to pinpoint the timeline. Mm, there, okay. There'll be someone out there trying to figure out a timeline somewhere as to as to how this all fits together. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I just really, really enjoy that show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, enjoyed every single episode. I was surprised the direction some of them took because normally Black Mirror is very dark. Yes. Uh, but with some of them, they were not as dark as I thought they were going to be. Um, yes, yes. So there was a particular one that even had a happy ending. I was like, oh, that's different. In fact, no, there was a couple, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean by, I, I, again, you know, without saying which ones are getting into it, but it's just like, because I know that the, the last season, San Junipero was the only one that kind of like jovial. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, uh, this one, they were all kind of dark in their own way, but it was just like, huh, that didn't end how I thought it was going to end. It's actually quite cool, but yeah. um, there seems to be a bit more levity in my Black Mirror these days, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Black Mirror, it's good. Really enjoyed that. Any any movies, Darren? Um, just the one, actually. Uh, we watched the the Netflix exclusive, The uh, Bright. Ah, okay. Any good? Um, oh. it was all right. Um, it was it was typical buddy movie, mm. um, but it, it done in a very strange way. So you had, um, I think a, a a near future buddy movie cops with uh, gangsters and gangs and stuff like that, but with uh, orcs and um, elves and stuff hmm. living in modern day time. Oh, okay. Uh, so you had like all your, all your uh, going stereotypical like hip hop gangsters, but they're all um, like orcs with a big oh. change around the neck and stuff like that. Yeah. And you had like big gangs of them and stuff like that. And, and the world had gone a bit weird. Uh, and then you had Will Smith as, as the lead character. And he was like a cop in this environment, mm. but it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, it was, to be fair, it was, 
it was fairly predictable. Um, so nothing really happened when I was like, oh, wow. Um, it was just like you were kind of going through the film thinking, well, when is this going to happen? And then, ah, oh, right, that's happened. So Right, okay. But yeah, it, it was pretty much by the numbers, but um, not a bad film. Uh, it's one of those you could probably watch in the background while playing Zelda. Is that exactly what you did, Darren? No, no, no. We actually oh, no? watched it properly fully. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't think you'd miss too much. Mm, okay. Eh, so I might give it a go at some point. Yeah, it's all right. It's on Netflix. Uh, what about yourself? So, watch Black Mirror. Uh, I watched a, a show called The Toys That Made Us. Yeah, so every time I switch on Netflix, that one comes up at the top and starts auto-playing. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> might have to have a look at this. <laughs> it's It's really good. Okay. Uh, it's it's really good. It's about how the toys that made us, uh, predominantly like kind of like eighties, you know, toys and that sort of stuff yeah, came yeah. came to fruition, like the yeah. behind the scenes story and all this that and the other. And uh, so, like the first one is Star Wars. Uh, there's an episode about Barbies, an episode about He Man. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what the other episode is, but you know, it's it's telling their story of how they came to be. Some of the stories okay. are fascinating. All right, like okay. just just how uh, like the the Star Wars episode for example like you know the fact that they were given like creative freedom to create their own characters and that cool. sort of stuff just because they wanted to flesh out Star Wars and get people to buy the toys and George Lucas didn't seem to give a shit he loved the fact that they had that you know they just went off and did their own thing yeah and like repurpose things to create new characters and do all this that and the other and it's really good it, it is really really good i i enjoy seeing uh, and and knowing about the the stories of this uh yeah. of some of these things i'm pretty sure in the opening it mentions about it being an eight-part documentary series but there's only four episodes so far okay so yeah we'll see what happens but th- that's good uh I watched a show called Shot in the Dark. Now, this is a documentary series on the Netflix. Uh, this is about people in Murica, uh mm. who go out at nighttime to film, like, car crashes and, and basically things that they can sell to the networks to get money for. Okay. Uh, like Paps. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, I believe there's a film called Nightcrawler. Jake Gyllenhaal okay. is very similar to where they go out and, you know, whether it be like a weather disaster or um, like a car accident or, you know, something's on fire or something like that. And it's chronicling these three different studios, shall we call them? Uh, okay. These three teams of, of, of guys that go out on a nightly basis to capture footage and sell it to the networks. Right. Okay. And just the lengths of what some people will go to to make money uh, off these things, you know, is uh, scary, really. Um, right, okay. You know, I, I'm not going to get into it. I, what I would recommend you do is, is probably, you know, how they've got, like, if you hover over it, they've got the, the video that automatically plays the, yeah, the, kind yeah. of the trailer. Uh, I'd recommend watch that. I mean, that's that's what got me into it because I'd, I'd seen it pop up and just kind of let the trailer roll and I'm thinking I'll have some of that. And watched it all think in one one chunk it was a eight episode one but it was in one chunk okay and uh it's it's good i really enjoyed it i, I really did enjoy it to the point of where i'm like 
I hope there's a season two because I want to know what the fuck's going on with some of the things that happened. Uh, okay. uh, but it is a documentary series. It is a proper thing. Um, okay. But yeah, it's like the, I think the first episode, the first episode kind of like plays its hand like very quickly. And it's like, holy shit. Um, and just to know that that actually happened, it's, it's, it's fucking scary stuff. But it, it happens and they're there to document it. So. Cool. Uh, and then I've started rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine is very good. It is really good because uh, I was on my Lonely Island thing mm. uh, the last episode, and it just popped up for some reason on Netflix. Uh, just like it'll be in the Andy Samberg thing. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the recommended thing, and it was just like, huh. Okay, yeah, go on then. I'll, I, I used to like Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'll watch it. I've watched so much Brooklyn Nine. <laughs> yeah, that has been the perfect in the background. Go to this and watch it while I'm doing stuff like playing Zelda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the perfect brain out TV. So I've uh, uh, yeah, so I've I've just started binge watching binge watching that again. So yeah, um, very good. No movies because I just wanted to kind of just veg out and watch TV series and just let it happen. Sure. However, you did watch one movie, didn't I you, I did Karen? watch one movie, Darren. Terry, I challenge you to go and watch The Amazing Annie. I can hear the glee in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> the excitement so I, is I, in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I went back and rewatched this. 11 out of 10. Best film ever. <laughs> oh, God. It is a good film. So uh, so this is going to sound a bit weird, but the, I, I kind of get the Zelda feel from this, if you know what I mean. You know when you... You know, in the same way that you just kind of watch something and it's just happy. and uh, It's just like, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Uh, <laughs> and you get through it. It's just like, oh, well, that was a nice experience. That was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that, that's, that's, yeah. So I, I'm glad that I went back and rewatched it. And mm. I was like, oh, I'd forgotten about that bit. I forgot about that bit. No, mm, that bit cluster is quite racist these days. <laughs> there is some stuff in there. Um, Punjab. Yeah. Uh, is just a racist stereotype and the fact that they got a black guy to play him as well. Yeah. It's just like, let's add another level of racism on top <laughs> of this. Um, I didn't realise un- until looking at the trivia that the guy that plays Podjab is actually Baron Semedy out of uh, Bond. Ah. Okay. Uh, he's the, the black voodoo dude got that you. is also okay. quite racist. Um, and the guy that plays... Um, Oh shit! Like the dad, the the rich dude. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a he's a big time actor that I've. Seen. It's one of those I've seen you in things. I think yeah. I've seen you in things, so I'll, I'll go IMDb search and Tim Curry. Tim I, Curry, Dan, <laughs> the rooster. So young, so young. I was surprised. Uh, with the woman that that runs the the the, Miss the home, Hannigan. yeah. It's, yeah oh, sorry, Miss Hannigan. Yeah. God damn it, Darren! <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you've watched this on repeat a long, a lot, a lot of times. But uh, I was surprised at how kind of racy her character was. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, for like a kids' yeah. film, it, that's quite impressive. You know, but it was a different think- time. It's a different yeah, I, but again, you're right. And I think when we watched it back then, it was just like, oh, Miss Elegant, she's been, you know, naughty. 
But now you watch it these days, it's like, Jesus, she's she's gagging for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, it, it was quite surprising some of the things like when she's listening to the radio in bed and, and that mm. sort of thing and the kids are looking at her through the window and and that sort of thing. I, I thought it was really good. I, I did enjoy this one a lot. It was a case of just pop it on and, you know, I, I did give it my full attention. I did watch it all the way through without... Mm doing anything else and i i enjoyed it the annie the girl that plays annie looks like she's in her 40s yeah yeah uh, which is weird i i didn't know obviously what the fucking story was about and as it was getting further into it, i'm like right okay it's weird now <laughs> it's, it's, it, I, I i didn't know what the overall story would be sure um yeah. But it it was good. It was it, it was fine. I, I wasn't singing along to any of the songs. I've not got the words committed to memory. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I I did see that Channel Five was uh, was promoting the the remake. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's a thing. And I looked on IMDb and then realised that there's like what three or four Annie spin-offs. Is there? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's like, um, what was it? Annie the Royal Adventure or something like that that came out in like 2004. Ah, okay. Yeah. I've, I've probably uh, not looked at IMDb for additional Annie films because A, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I know I wouldn't be able to get them. <laughs> B, I wouldn't be able to watch them. Christina would be like, nope. <laughs> she won't even watch Annie. Oh, right. Okay, great. No, no. This is just something you watch privately in a man cave somewhere. Yep. Um, <laughs> Interesting fact, actually, that the Royal Adventure hmm. one has Ashley Johnson of um, um, of of that thing that I forgot completely. Hmm. She plays um, Ellie in The Last of Us. Ah, okay. And she plays Annie in the Royal Adventure one. Okay, but yeah, Annie. It was it was all right. It was, it was a good film. I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's something I'll go back to frequently because. It's a musical. Some of the songs were quite catchy. Yeah, yeah. Some of the songs were, meh. We got Annie. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was texting you as the songs were coming along. It's like, yeah, this, yeah. this, yeah, this song. Okay, I, they've said this song, this this phrase like 50 times during this song. I'll text you that. I'll just let you know where I am. I'm surprised you weren't watching it along with me, to be honest with you, like as I was texting you. No, I'd only watched it a couple of days before. Right, okay, and that's fine. <laughs> I'd had my two-hour window. <laughs> God damn it, Darren. <laughs> I know. So your next challenge. Uh, we're going to go for something a little bit more modern, uh, a little bit more upbeat. But it might be one to good, good to watch today. It, okay. It's about a party. It, it's a film called Human Traffic. Oh, okay. And it's nothing to do with human trafficking. Oh, okay. I think it's on one of the streaming services, maybe Netflix. Mm. It's, a, it's a group of teens. Well, late teens, should we say. And uh, they go out for a little party, okay. and that's it. Oh, fair enough. Uh, and it's it's just a very, very good film, and I think you'd be surprised how many people you recognise in it. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, your next challenge is Human Traffic. Cool. And that is what we've been watching. Darren, mm. let's talk about what we've read. Yes. Checkpoint. Darren. Yeah. You've been reading things. So I have. Um, so I haven't touched any audiobooks because it's been, uh, well, I've, I've not been in the office. So 
But I decided to have a look around. Um, now, you mentioned on the last episode that the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, cross Batman was available. Mm, yes. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that a go uh, because I very rarely pick up a series from the beginning and don't have that, oh, shit, I wonder what happens in the next episode or, or the next comic. So I yeah, thought, you yeah. know what? I'll give that a go. How is it, Darren? It was all right. Um, I'm interested to see where things go. They, they use quite a lazy mechanic for joining the worlds again. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just happen to have this thing that does the stuff. Oh, there's a portal for reasons we'll, we'll yeah, figure yeah. out later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see where that goes. I've also read The Librarians. There, there is a comic book of the TV series, Terry. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and again, it's uh, even though there seems to be some kind of arc in there, it's quite interesting because it's leaving each comic on cliffhangers. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, wow, I wonder what happens next. And I can't just like plow through them. Right, okay. So it's it's going to be interesting because you know some of the comic series that we've read and it's got to the end and it's like, oh, well, that was disappointing. I, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen with these. You know, like I, I, I get through this and like, oh, wow, oh, wow, this build up and then flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the good thing with it is um, uh, the, the model that on the TV show, so it, it's the same characters in the TV, and they look very similar as well. Hmm. Um, so obviously you're reading it in their voices, and you already know their mannerisms because I've got through four seasons of the TV show already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it's good. It's good. Uh, so even when you get the little footnote saying, ah, oh, and this is this is Jenkins, and he was da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, I already know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm informed. <laughs> Skip yeah. the introductions, carry on. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've I've only read like a couple of issues of each, um, mm. but enjoying it so far. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what bad. about yourself? Uh, so, oh, oh, oh. Um, so, watch, no, I haven't, try again. So, I've listened, been listening to one book. Okay. I think we got this free on Audible, um, and I wouldn't recommend anyone listen to this in public. <laughs> right. Uh, this is called The Butterfly Effect with John Ronson. So is that based on, or I should say, is that what the film's based on? No, 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 oh, Darren. okay. This is, this is about the porn industry. Huh. <laughs> Hence the reason you shouldn't re- listen to this in public. Right, okay. I thought it was just going to be a, just a book. It, 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 I, oh, let's see if I can find, really quickly find the... Uh, um, so it's called the butterfly effect with John Ronson, but the, the kind of the subtitle is who really pays for the price for free porn. Okay. And it was a free one that I'm pretty sure this is an audible original one that we got for free. And I, I don't get these books that you get for free. No, no, Maybe I've never just, had a free book. Yeah. Um, it's basically just talking about the porn industry and, and kind of how like one of the main websites out there has just ruined it for everyone. Oh, okay. and it's, it's the butterfly effect of, how this decision affected this, affected this, affected this, and blah, 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 kind of like how it affects it down the line right, uh, okay. sort of thing. The problem is it's done in like a documentary-style way. Okay. Uh, so it's basically an audio documentary. The problem is in the second episode, or like it is broken into episodes, the second episode is like just like 10 seconds in. It's just like, I'm on the set of a porn film and just like starts going for it. And I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this in the car. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> turn it down quick. <laughs> um, 
I was quite surprised uh, about that, but it's just weird to listen to this, but I'm probably going to stop listening to it because it made me feel very weird as I was listening to it in the car. And I'm just like, if I had the windows down and just like at the, in the most inappropriate moment, this looked really bad on me. Um, <laughs> but you know what? You know, I, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. I can, I can handle these things. I'm not embarrassed about it. It's just, you know, it's just, just don't listen to it in the car. <sighs> just, just weird. Anyway, mm. enough about that, Darren. Let's go into the reading corner. Darren Sandman. Sandman. Um, how many? It was issues, okay. How many issues did you make it into Sandman? Um, let's see. What did I? So, so you suggested go and do the. Uh, there was like a volume one. Mm. But I decided. So the I looked at the volume one description, and the volume one description was a recoloring of the original. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I was like, right. Well, I'm going to go back and find the original. So I went back and found the original from 1989. I think it was. Bloody hell! Look at you. Okay. I know. Um, so I read through two, three, because uh, the, the first one was pretty lengthy. Right, okay. Um, and that was um, that was everything from them capturing the Sandman to him getting free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a couple more stories after that. Um, I thought it was okay. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. So it was kind of the entire story was um, they captured the Sandman, but they weren't after him. They were after somebody else, yeah. but they just kept him locked up for reasons. For stuff. For stuff. And then for reasons, he then escaped. And I was like, okay. It had, um, remember when we did Lock and Key? Mm. It felt like that. Yeah. It felt I a lot that. like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was nothing really that jumped out. It was it was an okay story, mm. but there was nothing really positive or negative that jumped out for me. Yeah, I get it. yeah, yeah. It was it was one of those where it was like this this is a fine story. Yeah. And it's it's gonna be one of those where obviously there's gonna be a big build up and things are gonna happen and stuff, but Yeah. I mean I read what, four issues? Okay. Four, five issues four issues, I think. Um and it was still progressing, you know, the, yeah, the, sure. obviously still building up to the main uh crux of the of the story, but it it was mm. fine. Yeah, fine is right. probably the best description of it. It was fine. Yeah. It was not so... I think... I don't know. Maybe if it had been Bynum back then, it had been more interesting. But I, w- I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I went back for the original one. Because um, mm. I, I don't think the actual artwork has changed. They just recolored it. So I don't think too much would have changed between the version you read and I did. Sure, okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm quite pleasantly surprised that you went back and... Tried to find the original original version of it. Yeah, well, it was on it's on Comicsology. Mm. Yeah, but just the fact that you that you went to those lengths to do that. Yeah, well, I thought I'd, I'd take it in this original form. Yeah, and it was fine. And it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was lots of fineness in the comic. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's something I'll continue with, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I read enough to get a feel for it, and and I said it, it felt like it felt very. It, it, if somebody had said it had been written by the same people that did Lock and Key, I wouldn't have been surprised. Okay, yeah. Because, yeah, it was just quite, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if it came out in a film, because there is there is actually a film called The Sandman. And mm. I was wondering if that was the same. 
because it was intriguing enough to watch a film, if that makes sense. Okay, not, sure, yeah. But not intriguing enough to blast through all the comics. Ah, yeah. No, mm, that could be based on it, actually. Mm. I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I understand what you mean. If there's a, a more digestible version of it. Yeah. Yeah, it might be all right. Yeah. Well, I know how we like reading short, short comics, short-run comics. Mm-hmm. I was going through my uh, my library on comicsology. Okay. See if there's anything on there that was that was fairly short that I've not read. Darren, the next episode, or for the next episode, we're going to be mm. reading a comic book series called Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. Yeah. Is, hit is monkey. this a, is this a Hitman Monkey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's only three uh, three issues to it. Okay, that's good. Uh, for if you want like a one shot kind of okay. comic that that leads you up to it, uh, this is uh, this is a Marvel thing as well. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it basically looks like Hitman, but it's a monkey. <laughs> okay, down with that. <laughs> so the next one is going to be Hitmonkey. Cure. And that was the reading card. Darren? Yes. We're not quite in the new year yet. Well, we Ooh. aren't. We're not. We're not in 2018 yet, as we record this. Uh, as we record this, we're just over 12 hours off. Yeah, but maybe we should kind of look forward to what? What? What are we looking forward to in 2018? Because we we covered our 2017 kind of what we really enjoyed from that. But what are we looking forward to? So I could only. So I had a quick think about this this morning, hmm. and there's only really two things on the horizon where I'm massively excited for. Okay. Um, obviously, the social events and things like that. But uh, yeah. for, from a media type, obviously, Ready Player One. Yes. Um, I I think it it was knowing that Spielberg was doing a film um, last year, year before even, mm-hmm. um, that I thought, ah, let's have a see what this is like. And then that's where I kind of fell in love with the Ready Player One book. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued to see how the film comes out. And it, it, may, it might even be one that I actually go to the Well, it probably will be something that I go to the cinema and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And the only other one, because obviously I like open world games, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Do you think you're going to be finished with Zelda by then? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, I've, I've put the rental on hold. I don't, I, I've only got about six games in my backlog anyway, but... Christina did buy me uh, Skyrim on the Switch. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if I start back on that journey. So no then. No, probably not, no. <laughs> but to, to be fair, that's not a bad thing because no. um, I'm, what I'm finding with um, with the games these days is, yes, you can buy something on day one, but I'd advise against it yeah. because two or three months down the line, it's going to be half the price and it's going to be patched to a, a good working standard. Mm. Um, so I, I'm more than happy not to pick up games on day one now. In fact, I was actually tempted to do a self-imposed um, year of shame. Oh, okay. Um, n- not for any financial reasons or anything like that. It's just the fact that we get, I mean, if you think between PS Plus and uh, Games of Gold, we're going to get 120 games in 2018. Yeah. Did you, did you see January's PlayStation offerings? So th- this is another This is another reason uh, why I'm, I'm thinking of doing self-imposed. Mm-hmm. because two of the games I bought last year were uh, Metal Gear Solid and Deus Ex, yeah. both of which are now free. Yeah. And neither of which I've played. So and Batman. 
Uh, and Batman, yeah. All but, all three games I, I bought last year. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, why do I even bother? I've got rental service. Well, mm-hmm. Why do I even bother buying the games on day one? Because I, I, I very rarely play something that comes out like day one, mm. um, only if I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Sure. Um, so I'm just thinking, well, you know what? Let, let's see how long I can go without actually buying a game. Mm. Um, which, so, which is fair enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm intrigued. It's more of a, it, not a challenge as such, just a, an experiment of how far can Darren go without actually buying a game. Like I said, that's that's a, a you know, it's a fair challenge to to lay out yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so, there's there's so many, like you said, there's so many games that we'll be getting and and that sort of stuff. But there's so many games that you've well, like you say, Skyrim. You've got yeah a shitload of hours in that one. Uh, you know, Zelda. You still got a, a long time to go with that one, that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, I'm guessing Red Dead Redemption Two. You'll be probably picking up day one, or um, maybe no, no, no? no probably not. Um, because it, again, it's it, it's it's one of those games that you you head in a direction and you go and explore, and then before you know it, hundred hours has passed. Sure, yeah. Um, so, and again, I mean, it's a Rockstar game. It, it'll be good, but um, it'll be heavily patched uh, as soon as the internet gets hold of it and finds things that they don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be fixing this, that, and the other. So, uh, again, with most games now, it's about two months down the line before it's like, right, okay, they've stopped patching it. Um, right. It's probably working not one hundred percent, but better than it was when it was originally patched. Here's my worry. Mm. And it's not something that affects you because you don't do social media these days mm. of very limited to um, the internet is a thing mm. and it is want to spoil things very quickly. Mm. Uh, now in with, with speaking about red dead, uh, I had the red dead redemption spoiled for me right. maybe a okay. week after it came out to be fair. It was the a colleague that I was working with at the time that spoiled it for me. But it was, yeah, it's okay. one of those where I, it's so ingrained with me now that I'm so worried about big games being spoiled for me. Mm. Um, and with Red Dead Redemption next year, like being one of the big titles for next year. Um, I mean, that's why I played like Horizon and that sort of stuff. I, yeah, I yeah. tried to stay like blackout, you know, on that game while I, I finished it because I, I just didn't want to know anything. You know, I'd seen the trailers and, and that was it. I didn't read any reviews, didn't watch any videos or anything because I wanted to go in that game fresh. Yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed that experience way, way more than, you know, yeah. than, than going knowing pretty much everything about it. But... Yeah, but but there again, I mean, I, I'm very controlling of the information I see. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, there's been a couple of big films out, well, back end of this year, and none of them have been spoiled because I just don't read the articles. Yeah. I don't use the social medias. Yeah. So, well, sorry, I do, but rarely. It's very limited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think the thing with me is because now that my job entails games and social media and kind of checking up on things and mm. i'm worried like in passing if i left a game for a while it's just going to get spoiled for me mm. so i i'm kind of of the like you know even like you know like we said about the rental service route you know do that mm. get it day one play it because no well i don't know uh, maybe the internet will be kind in 2018 uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> i know I think that'd kind of be my only worry about like mm. story heavy games, you know, like 
Yeah. I mean, like stuff like Zelda and stuff like that. I mean, that's been out for ages, but obviously because I'm, I've not really been looking for it. Yeah, yeah. It's not been there, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it's my own undoing, but uh, but yeah, I mean, that's interesting that, you, that you're going to pursue that and, and see how you get on with it. Yeah, well, I think I worked out there. I bought 20 games last year. I mean, three of them have been offered up in the last couple of months mm. for free, and it's just like, yeah. I mean, if you think Titanfall 2, that went free. Uh, I paid money for that on both platforms. Yeah. And it's just like, well... I'm in no rush to get any new game. I mean, there's there's a sea of games out there that I've not played, and it's just like, well, just just hang fire. No, I get you. Yeah, it's it's a perfectly you know reasonable challenge. Mm. And, and again, because um, again, because I'm not really using social media or stuff like that, uh, I, I'm not getting drawn up by the hype, which is amazing. It's just like, oh shit, there's a new game out. Oh cool, I'll have a look at that then. And it's not like, oh my god, this game's going out. Oh my god, this is the best game I played. Oh my god, I, I'm not carrying that, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm not getting the hype train. Yeah, I I understand. I mean, because you liked really enjoyed South Park, the Stick of Truth, mm. and then you were super excited about Fractured Butthole, mm. and then you seemed very lukewarm when it came out. Mm. Obviously, to a point of where you didn't even buy it, you know. But you, it was one of those. You're oh, not lukewarm, but you're very kind of chilled out. Like, no, I'll get around to playing it. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, if that progresses into 2018, where you're just going to continue doing that, I'd just be like, "So, Darren, what you've been playing? Nothing. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next section." But uh, well, that is um, probably talking about this in the wrong section. But that is a fear that I've got. I, I think there's going to be a massive funk after Zelda. Mm. Um, no, yeah, it, I, I think I'm just going to struggle to fill that void. It does have DLC. I know. I've already <laughs> looked at the price of it. <laughs> uh, so I mean, at least there's more to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you'll you'll see after you've spent another 200 hours in it. Yep. So as far as myself, hmm. so Ready Player One was it was one of the main ones I'd thought of. Okay, yeah. Which is a given because we've talked about it endlessly yeah, for, yeah. for God knows how long. Far Cry 5, Darren. So, yeah, again, um, I'm looking forward to playing it. I don't need it day one. Uh, now, these are not necessarily I need it day one. These mm. are just stuff I'm I'm kind of excited about off the back end of this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I enjoyed Far Cry 4, what I played of it, but this looks like it's going to be a completely different beast altogether. Mm. I think it's going to be fun, and I think that's something we should uh, play in co-op. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking, is is we should play the hell out of this game in co-op. Yeah, yeah, Because that could be a, the full story in co-op mm. would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So I, I think that's something that we should jump on. Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that does look an intro. It, uh, when we watched it at E3, I think it was, um, mm. that looked so my type of game. It looked like Batman, didn't it? Yeah, is yeah, Batman, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Bat I'm Spider a, Man. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, cool. I'm on board with that. If if they can make a good Spider Man game again, I I used to love was it Spider Man Two, the PlayStation Two. That was an awesome game. Yes, I was going to swing around New York City and just do stuff for reasons, and I always used to like that about Spider Man games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then tried try Amazing Spider Man. It was terrible. There was one that was really terrible with the um, not the swinging mechanics, but where you actually plant your your web, mm. and I was like swing, swing, die, swings. Uh. <laughs> yeah, 
Spider-Man games, I feel, have been in a funk for a while, but uh, hopefully yeah. uh, this will rejuvenate it. But, uh, yeah. And then the last one I've put on the list was Detroit Become Human. Yeah, again, something I'm, I'm fairly intrigued about. Um, but again, I can take those games with a pinch of salt, if you know what I mean. So yeah. It's just like, when it's in the bargain bin, I'll get around to playing it. I have no need to play it straight away. Uh, I'm happy that it's coming out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm in no rush to play it. I think based off of um, enjoying Heavy Rain and hmm. uh, Beyond. Yes, Beyond Two Souls was a very nice game. Uh, and I think with my love of... This this looks like it's just going to be like a one extended Black Mirror episode. Yes, yeah. But like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing, and I'm, I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I again, this might not be a day one, but I'm that is one game I'm really looking forward uh, to okay. playing. Um, but yeah, the, the, obviously 2018 will will show its show its hands, and, and E3 will drop some hopefully massive bombs on us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a good year, hopefully. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully, we'll not die in the nuclear wasteland. <laughs> and if we do, we'll know how to survive. <laughs> I mean, as long as I've got a switch and and a battery pack and some solar power thing, would be okay. Shit, it's going to be like the Book of Eli, but just me with a switch, telling the stories of Hyrule and Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yep, worth it. Anyway, Darren, mm. it's a relatively shortish podcast. It's going mm. to be when I edit it down, but uh, you know what? We've got stuff to do. Like we have. Zelda. Brooklyn Niner and Zelda. <laughs> um, if you would like to email us, email us at podcast at checkpointdone.com. Yeah. If you'd like to get in touch with us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. Yep. Facebook is checkpointdone. Search for that. Can you see a pattern rolling here? Website, checkpointdone.com, where I will stream something eventually. I was going to stream PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds and then you got me onto Zelda. Maybe you stream Zelda. Uh, you could oh. actually use your capture card to do that. Or will the Nintendo forces come down on us? No, no, no. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. That Nintendo don't like. That's the one thing Nintendo don't like footage of their games coming out. They but don't the like to is, see people enjoying their games. But the thing is, the, they've included the feature so you can actually record footage straight from the thing itself. It makes no sense, man. Unless anyway. it's just because you slap out it. Anyway. Um, YouTube, go look on there. Personal Twitters. If you want to get in touch with Darren, he's at D5120. Yep. And I'm at Foxhounder01. So happy 2018, folks. It's going to be a good year. It is. It's going to be a good year. And until next time, bye. See ya. See ya.